Picture a pile of loose meat that looks a lot like a loose vagina. Now slather some mayonnaise on that. Maybe a little bit of mustard. Maybe a little bit of weird green slash brown sauce, all right? Now, now what we're going to do is we're going to cover that in some stale bread, okay? It's going to be, it's just going to be the worst, okay? So, so go ahead and take that bite. You taste that? You like that? No, of course you don't like that because you're at Arby's. LIW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW, Fear the Walking Dead Review. Episode 59. Almost siggity. Crazy, huh? Today's episode is 212. Pillar of Salt. A single pillar. It's not pillars of salt. Like like the biblical thing. It's just one, one pillar. I think they're saying the hotel is the pillar. I don't know. Fuck it. Moving on. So the uh, this one starts off with this family fleeing um, Colonia. They gut a zombie and where the uh, where that bus guards the the weird fenced in zombie in the middle zombie. There's like a shit ton of zombies in the middle of this fucking town. Jesus Christ, I cannot speak. I just recorded the last episode and it's the first episode I did in like a month. I haven't done a podcast in a while. I've been working on shitty movie showdown so much. Anyway, guys, holy shit, I'm gonna speed up so I can actually. I actually think faster and speak better when I when I speak faster. I just repeated myself. That was nonsense. Moving on. So they they go in the where the bus is guarding this little pendant zombie pit. It's this weird fucking like ball pit, uh, Chuck E. Cheese, but with zombies. So the exact opposite because it's not so much fun. But they go in there and they get the blood and they cover themselves because that is the way to mask yourself in this in this zombie apocalypse. Unlike the, the original Walking Dead, they go. It's this guy, his wife, and their daughter. They go outside. They're immediately found by the cartel. And they don't run. They just let him walk up to him. The the guy recognizes him. It's, um, what's his name? Marco? Marcos or something like that? I forget his fucking name. It doesn't matter. He uh, He's like, where's the oxy? Where's the oxy? Come on. Come on. Where is it? You're from Colonia, aren't you? And he's like, no, no, we left. We, we, we're not from there. And he's like, yeah, you're lying. And they take him. And then they, uh, they show Ophelia. She goes into this one fucking building, and she has this weird flashback of being proposed to in the most casual fucking manner possible. Her boyfriend is insanely boring and white, and he's just like, so the stock market was like gonna have a murder, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna do all this equity. I don't want. I guess we want to get married." She's like, "Motherfucker, what? What the fuck did you just say?" He's like, don't, there's, a, "There's a ring in your glass." And she's like, I, "There is. I don't. You know, I can't leave my mom and dad." Ah, blah, 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 blah. Nonsense. Don't care. I don't give a shit about her character. They. I, I know. I've seen the episodes following this. I should. I should preface that what I'm about to say with that. And I, I know what happens, and you do start to. I really I like seeing Ophelia do stuff because she's actually doing things after this. It's not much, but it's something. Up to this point, she's been like this weird emo girl. Where she's like, life is meaningless. It's dog shit. We're all gonna die anyway. Fuck it. And you're like, God damn, woman, calm down. So, you know, she's off doing her own adventure right now. The um, Jessica's mom, I guess, was the bride in the in the hotel. She stabs Victor in the stomach for killing her zombie daughter because she's a fucking lunatic. And holy shit, it doesn't matter. Your daughter's already dead. I wish people... I don't know if people would really react that way in, if this were to really happen, you know what I mean? Like, if, if the zombie apocalypse actually happened, if people would be like, that's my son. Like, no, no. When your son lunges at your throat with 
ecstasy in his eyes to get the the blood inside you to get the meat from your neck, your neck meat. That's not your, does your son do that now? Is he like supremely autistic? Like if he does that now, then yes, that might be your fucking kid still. As far as you are because your your child was a shell of a person before, now it still is. Okay, maybe you get the one exception. You get the pass. But if your child was normal, had a normal childhood, played with fucking trucks or played with Barbie dolls in the yard and just would go to sand, sand pits and play with them. Not sand pits, sand boxes. Sand pits is a totally different thing. That's where the, uh, that's where uh, Boba Fett dies, right? Sand pit. I, the point is, if that was your child's life before that and now they're lunging at your throat and all they want to do is eat your innards, I don't know if that's your child anymore. Maybe you think this is like some sort of a passing phase. I don't understand what the fuck your logic is here. Your child is already dead. And I'm sorry that your stupid emotions are getting in the way of seeing that. And you, you're, maybe you're grief stricken. You don't give a shit if, you, if it kills you. But I wouldn't want that for my child. I would have to put them down. It sucks. It would suck real bad. And your life is over at that point as far as love goes. But survival is an instinct that we all have for the most part. So go ahead and kill your kid, because your kid's already dead. So kill the zombie child. Kill, kill the zombie that was your child, okay? Holy shit. Anyway, so Luciana and Nick, they tell Alejandro that Francisco and his family are gone. They're the family from the, the beginning. Didn't know his name till this scene, so that's where it picks up on my notes. Alejandro gets all upset and fucking mad at people that they're leaving without warning him. He's like, they're just abandoning me. How dare they? And he, he starts to get this weird ego thing going on. And you're just like, oh, no, this is not going to end up well. And the whole time before this, you're, you get this weird feeling that he's like a lunatic and he's just like full of himself. And you don't know where it's going to go. It's kind of weird, scary. I know where it goes, obviously, because I got the foresight of seeing the episodes. So if you listen to this in order, um, I know what happens, you dildo. What's up? What's up? That's what, This is the benefit of waiting a month and a half to re, you know record the fucking episode. So Madison... Back at the hotel, once the mother locked up because she stabbed Victor, and she says if anyone commits violence, they're out. Everyone agrees, even Victor. Um, so they lock her up, I guess. And then they, she goes out with Elena to get supplies. Hector won't go because his brother's in the cartel, and he mentions that a couple times. But now you realize the cartel he's talking about is the one that Marco runs. And they go there. They bring this one guy with them. I don't know what the fuck it was. And... Um, Basically, they brought fish in a in an ice chest, and he's like, they're like, here, he brought, we brought fish for you. And he goes, the, the ice is more valuable. Bring more ice. Do you have access to that? Yes, bring more. Bring more. And you realize they're, they're just fucking sweating it out because there's just no AC, and they're in Mexico. It's got to be brutal. So basically what I'm saying is they're like the rest of humanity before modern, before electricity and AC and all that shit and fans. That's they're just like everyone else at this point. We 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 feel so we're so um, spoiled these creature comforts that we have that we don't realize this is just what it was before this. So get fucking used to it, I guess. It can't be after a month you'd be like, all right, I'm used to it. It's just how it is. It's just sweaty all the time. That's that's fine. You're not gonna be like, where's my axe my axe body spray? I smell like poo. Ew. Ugh. It's like people from the city when they go to a farm and they're like, Ew, how do you deal with that? It's like, this is my life. This keeps me alive. This this poo that I rub on my, my field and then shit grows out of it. Shit grows out of the shit. So it's my fucking life. So why don't you shut the hell up? Anyway, the, uh, they, they're, so they're at 
the cartel place. I forget what it's called. I don't fuck her. The marketplace, whatever. So Madison is there, and she's dealing with, she's trying to get supplies. She wants medical supplies to heal up Victor. She overhears Marco questioning Francisco about Colonia, and he's like, there's a white guy there, and then he's, uh, blah, 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 blah. And she realizes they're, they're probably talking about Nick, and she's, um, and I say this, no, I'm just going to say something different. She's really, really stupid, and she doesn't think things through, just like Nick. So she runs upstairs into the cartel's interrogation room, which has a hole in it, which is how she heard, but she fucking runs in there knowing how dangerous these people are. And she knows it's Nick. And she's like, tell me about Nick. What is, is, it, is his name Nick? Is his name Nick? And the, the family's just like, I'm sorry. I'm not saying anything. We don't know. They're trying. If they say, yes, he's Nick, this family's fucking dead. She doesn't see that because she's a, an intensely stupid person. She is. Oh, my God. I, ha- I hate how stupid she is. She is dangerously stupid. And she continues it more and more in this episode. We'll get there. Anyway, so Alicia, you know, she gets back with the supplies. She gives, um, sorry, she, she's, uh, while Madison is there, uh, Alicia's patching up Victor. They have a conversation about Madison. She's like, I don't know if Madison even sees me, you know? And Victor goes, make her. And I was like, that was a good scene. Basically, she's like, my mom spends so much time worrying about fucking Nick that she never really sees me for me. And they'll get there. So Ophelia has another boring flashback about her mom. She's sitting in a fucking chair. They're talking and blah, blah, blah. Who gives a shit? That's really what I, I tuned the fuck out. I even left the room during this conversation. And I watched it twice so that I can make my notes. Because I like to watch it once and then watch it as an episode. And then I go back and I skim through it and I take my notes. And this time I went, I should listen to this conversation. Because now nope, fucking fast forwarding. I don't care. I don't care about her at all. Um... I mean, I did listen to it the first time. I was in the other room. I wasn't like, you know, I didn't go outside and fucking, you know, shoot some hoops or anything. Point is, I I just don't care. In real time, and back in the episode, Ophelia is crossing the border. She gets across it. and uh, Or she's going to the U.S., I guess. She's not at the border yet. Excuse me. I'm speaking ahead. Spoiler alert, she gets to the fucking border. At this point, you see she's, she takes this, a turn that says, you know, border over here, basically U.S., and she goes there. Anyway, back at the hotel, um, Madison shows up and at the hotel, and she's like, Nick's alive. No, I think there's Nick alive. I think Nick's alive. And then she's like, calm the fuck down. What are you talking about? And she's like, I think Nick's alive. Nick's, he's out there, and he's nearby. And she turns on the fucking hotel sign at night. You know, and, and it, the, this fucking bright-ass lights turn on. I'm like, you fucking idiot. How dumb are you? It's like this big, like, hey, everybody. Everybody, including zombies, because zombies would see the light, too. Everybody come here now. We have a tiny, thin fence, so obviously we can keep you all out if you all come at once. There's, there's no problem with that, right? Fucking idiot. Alicia's like, what are you doing, you psychopath? You're going to get us all killed. Like, if Nick's alive, he's going to get here and get killed immediately because you're a fucking dumb dildo. So why don't you go ahead and shut that off? And so she shuts it off. But not before Travis sees it. He sees the sign. And you know what? It opened up his eyes, okay? It did. Ace of Base was right. They were talking about this exact moment, and here we are. So, Travis is on his own. We don't know why yet. Which is like, why, why is he by himself? Why is he wandering? 
And I guess he just start, starts walking toward the hotel because why not? Again, it's lit up like a fucking Christmas tree in the middle of this dark apocalypse at night. So, yeah, let's walk there. See what's up because we got nothing else to live for. We have nothing else going on. And if he's not with his son, some shit went down with his son. We don't know what the fuck happened. They're separated for some reason. So, yeah, he's just going to walk there. So And it was, I was like, oh, that's cool. That's a cool way to do that. Again, Madison is a almost almost legally, if there was legal legalities around in this world, almost legally retarded. Her decision-making is definition of the retarded, of, of retarded. She's, oh, my God, I hate her. I hate the thing she does is dangerous to the group. It's dangerous. It's very dangerous. I can't overstate that. Anyway, that's the end of the episode. It's called Pillar of Salt. Again, it's because it's lit up, and they're going to walk there, and it's like they're undoing, basically. It's just kind of, a, the title is kind of a foreshadow. Um, what's going to happen to them? It's not going to be good. I'm not even spoiling anything. It's just the, based on the title and what the, you know, the pillar is the hotel, because it's just the one. And yeah, figure it out, you know. Anyway, that's the end of the episode. Guys, go check out Satchel Podcast Player. Go download it on your fucking little phone there in your hand, whatever, whatever you listen to this on. Go download it. You can actually... Um, donate to the show, to any of our shows on here. So if you like Nick Cage cast, um, LAW movie review, um, what other shows do I got? Holy shit, I can't even keep track. I got so many shows, guys. We got um, American, shitty movie showdown, Hack from the Future, Nick Cage cast, West, Phoenix West show, LAW movie review, Walking Dead review, which is a show, Twilight Zone review, American Horror Story review, and LAW improv data. All those shows are on there. Well, not American, not the video shows, but anyway. You can go actually donate, and it helps us so much, especially because I will put that money back into American Shitty Movie Showdown. We can actually get real props and cameras and stuff. Like, I would love to get some real equipment, but I'm broke as fuck because a comedian doesn't really pay as a job, turns out. Anyway, it does eventually. I mean, if you're good at it, I'm, I'm okay at it, I guess. Holy shit, where am I going? This is getting like a weird therapy session. Guys, check out LAWstudios.com. Check it out. All the shows are on there. Also, go to youtube.com slash loitering in wonderland that is where all the fucking videos are that's where you see americant and shitty movie showdown they're awesome shows and hack to the future is coming up soon nick cage cast is also on there if you're in the nick cage movies like i am a weird obsession with him so go subscribe rate and review on itunes and all that good shit loitering wonderland wherever you want to go instagram facebook i'm done with the plugs fuck you guys bye